This chapter will deal with Shegagot with regards to Tum'ah in the Mikdash and Tum'ah with items consecrated to the Mikdash. For anybody who wants to look this up in more detail, which I highly, highly recommend, this topic is discussed in Masechet Shivuot. Um, as a disclaimer, uh, this topic can get a little bit complicated and can get quite technical in the Gemarot and even in the Mishnayot. And Harambam really, as he always does, um, does a phenomenal job really explaining things so clearly. And you, you really miss a lot of... Harambam really simplifies everything so much. And have, ha, have in mind that these sugyot in, in the Gemara are quite complicated and technical and appreciate Harambam for for really laying out these halachot in this chapter. And for anyone who wants to look it up, the topic is called Shigatum At Mikdash Ve Kodashav. Perika Hadasar Halacha Aleph. Shinu Yesh Beshigat Tum At Mikdash Ve Kadashav. Mashenken Bishar Keretot. There there's a difference um, in regards to Shegagot of Tumat Mikdash Ve Kadashav um, and other violations that one would be liable karet for. And when we say Tumat Mikdash Ve Kadashav for the rest of the chapter, what we mean is entering the Mikdash while one is Tameh or uh, touching and using items consecrated to the Beta Mikdash while a person is Tameh. And the difference is as follows. Again, the difference between Shegatumat Mikdash Vekadashav as opposed to other Keretot. Shekola Keretot, because for all of the Keretot, again, Keretot is violations punishable by Karet, Kevan She Shagag Venodalo Basof Shehata, Afal Pishilo Haitalo Yediabatehila, Hareze Hayav Hatat. For all Keretot, if a person was Shogeg, and it was known, made known to him after he did the avira, whatever violation he did, even though he didn't have knowledge of what he did that was wrong initially from the outset of when he did it, he would still be liable for a hatat. Aval, however, petumat mikdash vekadashav. However, for in regards to tumat mikdash vekadashav, eno mevi korban oleveyored, a person does not bring korban oleveyored. Until he has knowledge and awareness that he is Tameh. He needs to have knowledge that, number one, he is Tameh from the outset. He also needs to know that the item that he's touching or the object that he's using is Hekdesh. Or, he also, or if he's entering the Mikdash, he needs to know that this is the Mikdash, that he's crossing the borders of the Mikdash from the outset. So again, he needs to know three things to be liable. He needs to know really six things. But he needs to, the, what we just discussed is, number one, he needs to know that he is Tameh. He needs to be aware of his Tum'ah. He needs to know that the item is Hekdesh. And he needs to know that he is entering the Mikdash from the outset, before he, right before he does the action. And the second part is that he needs to know and be aware of his Tum'ah, and he also needs to know that the item is Hekdesh, and that he's entering the Mikdash at the end, after he does the action, and there needs to be a lapse of awareness in the interim. And for anyone who, who wants to look this up in the Gemarot, this is Alibad Rabbi Ishmael uh, of He'alem Tum'ah, 
the 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 elements of he'elim tum'ah ve'he'elim mikdash in order for one to be liable for the korban and alibad rabbi akiva of yedi'ah tehilavasof ketzad in harambam here in the next in the next parts of halacha aleph will really give us a little bit of color exactly how this this can happen ketzad how so nitma let's say a person became tame mikdash o achal Kodesh, and he was Tameh, and he entered the Beit HaMikdash, and then he ate Kodesh. Again, he ate an item consecrated to the Beit HaMikdash. And afterwards he became aware that he was Tameh, that he, and that he was Tameh when he was eating or the the hekdesh, or when he entered the Beit Hamikdash, the shekodesh haya zo shachalo, or mikdash haya ze shenichnas lo, and that the object that he ate was hekdesh, or that the mikdash, or that what he entered was the mikdash. Harizem patur mikorban. This person would be exempt from bringing the korban. Ad sheyeda shenitma, v'sheze kodesh, v'sheze mikdash. Kodem shikanes o kodem sheyochal because as we mentioned, the the, the the person is exempt in in the situations that we just described, because we need the person in order for a person to be liable, he needs to know number one that he is tameh, and then he needs to know that what he that what he ate was kodesh, and he or he needs to know that he ate that or that he entered the bedhamik the bedhamik dash prior to him entering or prior to him eating in the situations that we described is that he didn't know prior to him entering the mikdash or um, or eating the hikdash that he that he was either tameh or that he was or that what he ate was hikdash or that he entered the beta mikdash he needs to have yedi'ah batihila ve yedi'ah basof ketzad now harambam will give us a bunch of a number of examples of exactly how this how this applies six examples to be precise each um, some variation or permutation of exactly of exactly this. Kesad haso nitma veyadash nitma veyadash ze kodesh veshaze mikdash veacharkach neelma mimenu hatumah veshachach shenitma venichnas la mikdash o sheachal kodesh vehu yodeah sheze mikdash veshaze kodesh. So first example, a person was tameh. He was aware that he was Tameh, and he was also aware that this item was Kodesh, and that this is the Mikdash. And then he had a lapse of awareness and forgot that he currently is Tameh. And then he entered the Bet Mikdash, or he ate the Hikdash, and he knew that this is the Bet Mikdash, and he or he knew that this this food item was Hikdash. This is again Yedi Abatahila, Yedi Abasov. Second example is if a person, he was shogeg, and he knew the entire time that he was tameh, but he forgot that he was in the mikdash, or that the food item was hikdash, he entered, or he ate the object. Or he was shogeg, and he forgot that he was tameh, or and he also forgot that this was besar kodesh, 
and that this is the Mikdash, and he entered or he ate entered the Mikdash or he ate the the, the Hikdash. Veharkach Nodulo Devarim Shenitalemu Mimenu and only afterwards he became aware and someone he became aware that um uh, all of these things that he should have been aware of. This person um, would be liable to bring a korban in each of these six permutations and six scenarios that we just described. And I'll quickly try and run through all six uh, just as a recap. So if he knew that he was that if again the assumption here is that the person is tameh, let's say he knew that this was the mikdash and this was kodesh and he forgot he was tameh, that's uh, scenario numbers one and two. Yadash is a mikdash, which is a hikdash. Second set, second set of two, he he knew he was tameh, but he forgot that the object was hektesh, and that this is the mikdash. That's examples number three and four. Now numbers five and six is that he totally forgot that he was tameh, and that this was the mikdash, or that he forgot he was tameh, and he forgot that this was hektesh. And how do we know that this is the law for because for other shegagot, the Torah states, that the Torah says the following, when a person violates a mitzvah, that he he shouldn't obviously have violated and was found to be guilty, or uh, if he uh, or if um, he knew eventually he became aware of his violation. The Torah states that he since he the Torah states meaning after he did the action. So after he did the action, it's enough to make him liable even if he didn't know from the outset of what from the outset however in regards to the Torah states that from the outset he became unaware and then he became aware and um, and was guilty and violated whatever it was whatever it and violated since from what the Torah says, this implies that he had knowledge from the outset. Because the Torah states later on, again, let me repeat the bazook, the Torah states afterwards, implying that there needs to be knowledge after. Right after what he after the action that he did, so from this we learn that um, for tumat mikdash vekadashav there needs to be knowledge from the outset and at the end and a lapse in between. Halachabet nitma veyadash nitma avalo yadah beze av nitma veshachach nitma veacharkach nichnas lemikdash o achal kodesh venodalo achash nichnas. If a person became tameh and he knew that he was tameh, but he didn't know, and he knew which type of tumah it was, but he, he didn't know the source of 
his tum'ah, and then he forgot that he was tameh, and then he entered the Bet HaMikdash, or he ate hiktish, and then after he entered, or after he ate, he, he became aware, and he, he became, he, yes, he became aware which, what, what the source of his tum'ah was. Hareze hayav he is liable to bring the korban. Even though he didn't know the source of his tum'ah. Since he knew that he was tameh, he knew for sure that he was tameh. Therefore, he is liable to bring, bring the korban, even though he didn't know the source of his tum'ah. He didn't know of nitma. He is still liable for the korban. However, if he had a lapse of awareness and forgot uh, some of the halachot of Tum'ah, kegon For example, if he became Tameh by, uh, by touching the corpse of an insect or a crawling animal that is the size of a adasha, of a lentil, which any, for anyone who knows the halachot of Tum'ah, is the smallest size of a sheres that can make somebody Tameh. But he and he knew this person. He didn't. He knew that a sheres is metameh, but he didn't know what size causes to a person to become tameh. And then he forgot that he even touched the sheres totally. He totally forgot that he touched the sheres, and then he en- he he entered the mikdash or he ate hikdash. And then he became aware that he touched it the size of a lentil of the sheres. It is a safek regarding this individual if he is liable to bring a korban or if he is exempt. And this is an unsolved uh, case in the Gemara, and it's left in it in the, the Gemara leaves leaves it without a ruling if you're liable uh, to bring a Qurban if you didn't know the measure that would cause Tum'ah this is obviously talking back in the days before we had photographs that anybody who didn't know what the Beit HaMikdash looked like and never saw it and never saw a picture of it and didn't know exactly where the Beit HaMikdash was, and more, more, maybe a little bit more precisely, he didn't know exactly where the boundaries of the Mikdash are. If a person became Tameh, and then knew that he was Tameh, but forgot, and had a lapse of awareness that he was Tameh, and then he entered the Beit HaMikdash, but he didn't know initially that this is where the Boundaries of the Beit Hamikdash begin. Because he never saw the Beit Hamikdash in his life, and only then, only afterwards, he recalled and remembered that he is Tameh, and then he became aware that this is the Mikdash. It is a safek if knowledge that the Mikdash exists counts for Yedi'ah of the Mikdash or uh, it's also a suffix if he um, didn't know the bound if he knew the boundaries of the Beit Mikdash or not Yera'eli she'elu ha'chayavim ba'korban misafek enan mevi'in korban shemma yechnisu hulin la'azara harambam here 
provides us with his opinion for the for um, for these unsolved cases of the Gemara in regards to a uh, in regards to if they should bring a korban misafek or not. Harambam op- mentioned Harambam says states rather that they do not bring a korban because they may bring hulin inside the azara because if because we have a safek if they need to bring the korban or not and if the if the, the answer uh, is that if we don't know the answer however if there's a possibility that if they are not liable to bring the korban this animal would be hulin and it is forbidden to slaughter hulin in the azara which is why harambam says they do not bring the korban because we don't want anybody to bring hulin into the azara and violate this avira. Ve'im tomar, and if you can, you can say, ve'alo hatat ha'of ba'al ha'safek ve'ena ne'echelet. And if you say that bird hatat offerings come due to a safek and are not eaten, for example, a safek zava or a safek yoledet, which their korbanot are totally burned because it is a safik if they even need to offer it or not. So it is burned and not eaten, those korbanot. Because both in, 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 these, in this situation, the safik zava and the safik yoledet are mehusar kipurim. Mehusar kipurim means that they, they're missing something in their kapara process, namely, they're missing bringing the korban, and they are not. Um, they don't. Ha- they 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 are not atoned. They don't have full kapara until they bring the until they bring a korban, and that's why the safek yoledet and the safek zava are. Um, that's why they we. That's why they're even though they're safek, they still bring the korban, and they are not. This is what this is. Yes. Mehila, yes, and the the re, the reason why their their korbanot, even though they're safik, are brought and they are obviously not eaten, is because they are mechusar kipurim. And they are not 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 allowed to eat from um, from the kodashim until they are fully atoned for, and once they bring the korban, they are atoned for. However, someone who is not mehusar kipurim, like the uh, individuals in, in the cases that we described with the cases that we mentioned just a little bit ago, they aren't because since they're not mehusar kipurim, they do not bring a korban misafik. Halacha gimal mishenitma ba azara. Somebody who became tame inside the azara in the courtyard of the Beit Hamikdash. Tzarich sheyeda tehilla shenitma v'shezeh mikdash. He must know from the outset that he became tame and that this is the mikdash. Ve'im ne'elam imenu acharechen shenitma v'harehu zachur. And if he forgot, had a lapse of awareness, um, that he was Tameh, but he remembered that he was in the Mikdash, that this is the Mikdash, or if he had a lapse of awareness and forgot that he was in the Mikdash, but remembered 
that he was still still remember that he was Tameh. Or if he forgot both that he was Tameh and that he was currently in the Beit HaMikdash. Once he becomes aware, he must bring a Korban Ole Veyored. And this is provided he is in the the Azara for the um for the right for the for the right amount of time for the minimum measure of time that he would be liable to um that he would be liable to bring the korban. Haramam mentioned this in Hilchot Biat Mikdash, and this and let let me just read. Um, let me read what Harambam says over there. Harambam says, And how long is the min- minimum measure of time for one to be liable for um, for being in the Mikdash while he is Tameh, being liable for to bring a Korban? He, it, it must be the amount of time it takes to read the following, which is Pasuk in Divei Amin Bet, Perek Zayin. apaim arza al harispfa havu vehodot ladunai ki tov that is the, the, the amount of time it takes um, for a person, for a normal, normal person to bear. So the time it takes a person to read that pasuk that we mentioned, if he's in the, if he's in the Azara, um, in one of the cases that we just described, he would be liable to bring the Qurban or Kashiur. Somebody who purposefully became Tameh, in the azara and did not um, was not in the azara for the uh, for this minimum measure of time that we said there is a doubt there is a safek if this measure of time that we mentioned of is only for anus uh, which is somebody who's stuck in a situation that he isn't at fault for, or if it is also for a mezid, somebody who purposefully becomes tameh and does this in the Beit Hamikdash. Therefore, if he forgot that he was tameh and then he exited the Beit Hamikdash and didn't stay for the time um, that he would be liable for, he does not need to bring a korban. And so too, if a person suspended himself in midair above the azara and became tameh, it is a safik, it's a doubt whether or not the airspace of the azara is considered as the azara or not. Halakha, and therefore he wouldn't need to bring a korban. Halakha, somebody who wasn't sure if he entered the mikdash or if he ate hikdash while being tameh or not. He does not bring in asham talui. Because as we mentioned, that, a per- that we don't bring korbanot on Lohoda, on something that he isn't sure if he violated or not. And we, a person only brings a Korban on Lohoda. The only person only brings the Asham Talui on Lohoda only for, for prohibitions punishable by karet, that if he did them bishogeg, he would have to bring a Hatat Kevua, as we mentioned previously in 
פרק ח' הלכה א'. הלכה ו' מי שהיו לפניו שני שבילים. Somebody who had two paths in front of them. אחד טמא ואחד טהור. One path was טמא, one path was טהור. הלך בראשון וחזר והלך בשני. He walks down the first one, which this is ספק, this would make him ספק טמא. And then he walked down the second one, making him definitely טמא. ובעת שהלך בשני, שכח והלך בראשון. And then when he walked in the second path, which would make him tamevadai, he forgot that he went in the first path. ונעלמה ממנו, טומאה זו, ונכנס למקדש או אכל קודש. And then he entered, and then he forgot about this טומאה, and he entered the מקדש or he ate קודש. חייב, he is liable, אבל בי שלא הייתה לו בתחילה ידיעה גמורה לטומאה, אלא מקסת ידיעה. And he would be liable, even though he didn't have full yedi'ah for this tum'ah, he only had partial knowledge of this tum'ah because he only remembered that he walked in the second path while he walked in both. Because he didn't know that he walked in both paths before um, either being metame mikdash vekadashav av hapichen hayav hatat shemikyasat yedi'ah kechol hayedi'ah despite this he would be liable for a hatat because again he had partial knowledge and partial knowledge is considered to be full knowledge for the purposes of this halacha halach barishon v'nichnas al mikdash o achal kodesh if he only walked in the first one, again, this would only make him safek tameh. And then he went, entered the mikdash or eight hektesh, he would be patur because, again, this he is only safek tameh. Halachazain. Hizza shelishi ushvi'i vetaval ahar shenichnas la mikdash. Ve'alach bashani vehazar venichnas la mikdash. If, let's say, continuing again the scenario of the two paths, if a person entered the Mikdash and the ashes, and he was Tamimit, and the ashes of the Para Aduma were sprinkled on him to purify him from Tum'atmit on the third day and on the seventh day, after walking down the first path, and then after he walked in the second path and then entered the he would be liable because he, once he does this, he certainly and definitely enter the Mikdash while being Tameh, whether the first path he walked in was Tameh or it was the second one, since since he entered the Mikdash both since he entered the Mikdash after walking in both paths, which one of which we know is for sure um, for sure Tameh, once he enters the Beta Mikdash the second time, he is he is liable because again, he he one the second the minute that he walks in the second path and enters the Mikdash, he definitely it he was definitely Tameh um, in one of the one of the times, whether it was the first time or it was the second time. 
And this is even though each oh each each time he entered the Beit Hamikdash was safek yediah because he wasn't sure which path was tameh. Because um, each path is safek. For the purposes of Tumat Mikdash Vikadashav, the 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 rule is that Safek Yedi'ah, that that uncertain Yedi'ah, partial Yedi'ah rather, uh, is considered to be certain uh, certain knowledge. And this is um, in a little bit of a contrast of other Hattaot, as we mentioned in Perik Vav, if anybody remembers. Now, before we begin Halakha Chet, I just want to give a little bit of a preface to a rule that we previously discussed in Hilchot Shegagot. That rule is the rule of Migu. Migu is, uh, is the following, that if a person can make two claims and he chooses the, the, the worst of the two claims, he is believed because he could have been totally off the hook from a Korban if he said... Um, if he said the the better claim, but if a person says and this is for for many other this this comes into play for a lot of other um, a lot of other dinim and a lot of other halachot. But if a person can make a if a person has two claims that he can make and he makes the worst claim, he is typically believed um, over over two edim that come to testify against him. And with that, we'll begin halacha chet. Haya. A person was Tameh. And two people come and testify and they tell, say that you entered the Mikdash. And the person um, said that he did not enter the Mikdash. He is believed. He does not need to bring a Korban. Because the person could have said that he was Mezid, that he entered um, that he entered the Mikdash purposefully, which would have made him totally off the hook from a Korban if he said he was Mezid. Therefore, he is believed over the two Edim. Amrulo Shenaim, if two people come and tell him, Tamehaita Keshenichnasalam Mikdash, Ufanenu, Ufanenu, Nitmeta, Veadata Sheta, Tame, if two people come and say, You were Tame when you entered the Mikdash, and we saw you become Tame, and you knew that you were Tame, Avalbishaya Bentum Azo, Shemeidin Bah, Uven Kinisatulam Mikdash, Yamim Rabim, even if there were, um, they were a few. There was. A, there were a few days in between when they claim he was Tameh, and um, and when he entered the the Mikdash. If the the person who they're talk, who they're testifying against could have said that he went to the went to the Mikveh and purified himself in between when he became Tameh. When they saw him become Tameh, and when he entered the Beit Hamikdash, if the the person says instead of saying he says and directly contradicts their testimony and says I never was Tameh, the witnesses are believed, and this this person must bring a korban based on their testimony. Because if, t- just as two people 
test would testify against him um, in 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 the case of capital punishment, which is obviously much more severe than bringing a korban, because the person person could be put to death based on the testimony of two witnesses. Certainly, uh, they can um, obligate him to bring a korban, which is much less severe than uh, than mita, because um, he he directly denied their testimony, and even though he could have. Um, made a claim um, that would have gotten him off the hook by him saying um, however since he chooses to directly contradict their testimony we know that he is um, that he's most in all likelihood um, not telling the truth that a person had knowledge from the outset, but didn't have knowledge after. The Sa'ir of Yom Kippurim, the goat that the Kohen Gadol offers on behalf of all of Am Yisrael, that its blood is sprinkled on the Kodesh HaKodeshim, in the Kodesh HaKodeshim, and um, and in the Hechal. So, this Sa'ir um, would be Tole. His atonement would, would be in limbo after this Sa'ir is offered. It, it, the, per, the person is not fully uh, atoned for until until he becomes aware of um, him, uh, until he becomes aware afterwards of his tumat mikdash vekadashav that he had yedi abba tehila but not yedi abba sof. Once he has yedi abba sof, he can bring the korban or levi yored, and then his kapara is complete. Veshein ba yedi abba tehila, well yesh ba yedi abba sof. But a person who had knowledge at the begin, who did not have knowledge at the beginning from the outset, but he did have knowledge afterwards. Sa'ir han naasa bahus v'yom kipurim v'yom kipurim mechaprim. The sa'ir that is offered. Outside of the this era hatat that is offered as part of the korban, the korbanot musaf on Yom Kippur, that this blood, the the, the blood of this um, of this sa'ir, is sprinkled on the mizbeh outside of the of the uh, of the hechal. So this sa'ir hanasabahus and Yom Kippurim itself would uh, would be mechaper would atone for. Would atone for this for this person. And a person who did not have yedi'ah at the beginning, nor did he have yedi'ah at the end, the se'irim of the regalim, and the and the se'irim of rosh chodesh um, atone for him. As a reminder, um, the the se'irim that we're talking about are the se'irim that are brought as the se'ir hatat musaf of that is brought on Pesach Shavuot Sukkot, and the se'ir hatat that is brought as a korban musaf on um, on Rosh Chodesh. Anybody who reads the Amidah of Rosh Chodesh or listens very on Rosh Chodesh or um, or on the Hagim on Musaf or listens carefully to the Kiryat Torah. Uh, should know this. 
last part of Halachatet, Ve'azedon Tum'at Mikdash Ve'kadashav. And a person who purposefully entered the Mikdash or ate Hekdesh while he was Tameh, the bull that the Kohen Gadol offers on behalf of him and the rest of the Kohanim is Mechaper, atones for him, if the person who was violating uh, was one of the Kohanim. However, if he was not a Kohen and was a regular Jew, the blood of the sa'ir that is that is done and sprinkled that is done inside the bet inside the kodesh hakodashim and yom kippurim itself obviously fasting on yom kippurim um, is mechaper atones for this person as the torah says that uh, the israel and he the kohen gadol should atone for the kodesh from the from the tumot of Bnei Israel, as if as if to mean for the Jewish people uh, who may enter the Mikdash, the Kodesh, in uh, while being Tameh. Baruch Adonai Amen.